Blog Talk Radio. He's a man who's going to tell you like it is. You can never be afraid of something that you don't know about. Now that's ignorance, and for us, ignorance is not bliss. He's a man who's not afraid to talk about the real issues and not skate around it. Don't you think it's about time that you got tired of where you are? I mean, you have got to be ready for God to do something for you and let him move. He's a man who loves his God, his country, and his people. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not too fond of the political state of the world, and particularly the U.S. as it is right now. But if you want change, you have to make it happen. You can't keep settling for less than what you ought to have. He's a man who's sowing seeds of life, love, and liberation to anybody who's willing to hear. There comes a point in time where everybody just needs to shut their mouth up and listen to God. And God is the one who will lead us, and God is in all truth. He'll tell us everything we need. That covers every area, every facet, from politics to church to you name it. God's got it covered. He's a man that seeks the heart of God for the people of God. You're listening to Zero of the Day with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Well, hello and welcome to Zero Out of Day with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. I am your humble host, Lorenzo Neal. Ellen from Cajun Land USA here to present you with seeds of wisdom, insight, empowerment, and liberation. We're promoting a knowledge that is engaging and transforming. We are here to empower you, the listener, to knowing, being, doing, and impacting the world around you. Now, you're welcome to join us on this eliminating journey. Uh, you can join us by calling in. <clears throat> Excuse me. Calling in on our line three four seven two three seven five three two three zero. That's the line if you want to get on the air, share your thoughts, your comments live on the air. We also have the chat line that's begun soon. We are, you know, back it on the air. It's glad to be back, but we're having a little difficulty here. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you can join us on the chat line on blogtalkradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at prophesy. Email us, PastorLorenzoNeal at gmail.com, and go to our Facebook page. You can leave some comments and dialogue there. If you like, uh, it's Facebook.com slash Network. But hello and Happy New Year. Let me take a quick drink. My, I, I don't know what's going on with me this morning. Ah, praise God. We're glad to be back on the air. We've taken a short hiatus, getting some things together, but we're back on the air, and we're glad to be back on, and we're glad that you're joining us, and uh, we appreciate you. We appreciate your support all through uh, 2010 and 2011, and here we are in 2012, and boy, I'm ready to get the year started right. we got a lot of good topics uh, uh, lined up, a lot of great guests lined up this year. And we're looking forward to a year. I'm looking forward to a great year in the Lord. And I'm thankful for you and my supporters, my listeners. And I want you to continue to listen to us uh, as we go for what, you know, whatever we can make the world better, <laughs> make your lives better. But you can do it. Join in, you know, call in, chat, Skype, whatever you want to do. Uh, we appreciate you. As always, I want to uh, start off the, pray, uh, the show with prayer before we get into what we're going to talk about. Uh, but I got a lot to talk about. Just uh, boy, do I have a lot going in the conversation. And um, let's let's go ahead and go to the Lord in prayer before we go any further. God, we want to say thank you for the day. We honor and praise you for your grace and your mercy, your loving kindness for allowing us to see a new year. New mercies, new compassions. Let's thank you. Bless God, uh, the listeners, the host. Everything, the technology, the software, everything that takes this show, uh, takes it takes to make this show happen. We thank you in advance for what you're going to do. In Christ's name, amen. I want to say thank you and welcome to 2012 and welcome to Zero. I'm waste too much time. Uh, <clears throat> I posted about what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the Tim Tebow movement. <laughs> Tempo. We talk about social action, social justice in light of uh, Christian faith, and, and really, uh, I think a lot of you probably were talking about. Uh, really wanted to hear what we're going to talk about with the church in 2012. Is the church 
is this a year, 2012, is this a year of restoration for the church or retardation for the church? Ah, it's quite a bit for some of you to handle, but it's, <laughs> hey, uh, it, it's quite a bit from last year going into this year, board over, and um, we having that said that, we're going to jump right into this first segment, talking about Mr. Tim Tebow. Now, uh, I know the world is fascinated by Tim Tebow. I, I, I wish I could say that I, uh, I'm fascinated with him, but I'm, I'm really not. Nah, I'm not a not that I'm not a fan or anything like that. Well, you know, I'm a Saints fan anyway, so <laughs> if it's the Saints, I you know, I really don't really don't care. But um but what I'm finding with this uh people things, how how transformative he's uh and and how um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh how he's allowed how he's been infiltrated into the secular the world, and so much so that they call the common practice as all of us Christians do, and Muslims, and anyone else who practices prayer, bowing, and they named it T-bowing, 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 however you say it. Now, now, this is what gets me, you know, it's, it's, it's really, you know, it's really nothing new. It's not like he's the first person in the history of the NFL to bow after doing something great, you know. I, I mean, come on now. We go to the history. We have, we've had preachers in the NFL, so that's nothing new. It's just that for some reason he's getting the attention of the secular media, and it, I mean, they're having to feel they with it. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I honestly think, I think that they are doing it as a setup, and I, I'll tell you why. I think they're placing him so high that that when he falls, they're going to have enough to mock him about. Yeah, and y'all know how it is. That's how church folk do. You know, they they make uh they make you make him so high and lofty, and the moment they fall, you know, we tear them apart. And uh, unfortunately, I've been guilty of doing that. I'm sure many of you have been guilty of doing it, and intentionally or unintentionally. But that's just my take on this Tebow thing. And here's the thing. This is fascinating about Tim Tebow. Now, last week uh, on Sunday, you know, he played the Steelers and pulled off a what has been a victory against the most people. You know, most people are 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 just playing on the numbers and the significance of the numbers that he did on Sunday. Tebow threw for a season high of 316 yards and set an NFL record with 31.6 yards per completion. And if y'all haven't caught that yet, he has John 316 written in his helmet. He used to wear it under his eyes when he was playing with Florida. He used to wear it under his eyes, you know, John 316. The NFL don't allow you to do personal expression, so <laughs> he couldn't do it. In the NFL, so you know they're they're gonna have a field day with this. And so my question was: Is God speaking? Is God using Tim Tebow's performance to speak to the world? Now I know that sounds a little crazy to some people, but think about it. Okay, thirty-one, uh, thirty, what, three hundred sixteen yards. I mean, is is it coincidence, or is God really trying to tell folks something? And you know, if you don't know John three sixteen, uh, get your Bible and, <laughs> and and flip it. No, by now most people who did not know it know it. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. Blah blah blah. You guys know it. But this was so fascinating world because He had. I mean, what he was, was a New York Times major news outlet, media outlet, uh, posted this thing. I mean, as a matter of fact, I was researching and found out there was uh, – <laughs> the guy got 9,420 tweets per second. Now, I'm not because of the game or because of the the, uh, the numbers reflecting the game or whatever it was. He got a lot of attention, so – the question I'm having is, was God really speaking through that moment, through that particular game? 
with that individual of Tim Tebow. I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Uh, call in, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, 247-237-5230. Call in. I want, I want to hear your opinion on that. Uh, do you think that God was speaking through Tim Tebow on Sunday? With the three sixteen, you know, all play on that number. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you. If, if it was, if it was God speaking, I hope that a lot of people were listening. Because if they weren't listening, what, what, what would it matter? You know, uh, it, it'd just be lost. It really would. It would just be lost because uh, they're fascinated by the performance. But they may be dissatisfied or disinterested in the message, and and uh, it, it, it's really interesting because think about it. Think about this guy Tebow. He bows after every uh, you know major touchdown or whatever it may be. However he's been doing it, he bows, you know. And uh, it has been catching on, and as, like I stated earlier, they call it Tebowing. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember, but last month, last December. Uh, at Riverdale School, and I think that's Riverdale something school in New York, had a couple of school at student athletes there. They decided they were going to Tebow in the in the hallway. In other words, they decided that they were going to bow in the middle of the hallway in between course uh, class changes. And as a result of that, they got suspended. Now, uh, <laughs> the reason they According to the the administrators at school, because they were um, impeding the hallway, you know, blocking the hallway, students' movement, whatever it may be. I'm not sure if that's, you know, having been an administrator, I can understand that and sympathize with that. But I, uh, you know, you had these uh these evangelical Christians who want to say that it's just another uh, another track against uh, the Christian faith. Just another attempt to block Christianity and move it out of the hall, out of the school, and everything else. I'm not one to. I don't buy that. Uh, I mean, that that could be. But then again, you think about uh, sometimes we Christians do enough to put ourselves out. And well, of course, I'm gonna talk about that <laughs> in, in the next set. But do you think this is? You just think? Uh, do you think? That this is what it is. Is 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 it is it God moving or is it just a crazy thing going on? So uh, you can uh, we got the chat room up, so uh, you can talk in the chat, leave a message in the chat room, or uh, leave a message on uh, the discussion board on Facebook on our Facebook page, or you can call in and get your request on. I, I'm gonna take a quick break and we'll talk about this a little bit more and then segue into a second uh second talk that I want to talk about with these Christian folks. Uh, <laughs> and um Christian folk, Christian folk, Christian folk. I just wish we could get out there together. But uh I'm going to take this little break here and when we come back on the other side of the break, we'll talk some more about Tim Tebow, talk a little bit more about the church of 2012, is it restor- restoration or retardation? And I want to hear your calls. So Don't us out, turn us off, call in, get your voice on the air. We want to hear from you. We'll be right back after this. So get a free flight. You know that comes with a private island. Really? No, it comes with a hat. See, airline credit cards promise flights for 25,000 miles, but there's never any seat for 25,000 miles. Frustrating, isn't it? But that won't happen with the Capital One Venture Card. You can book any airline, anytime. Hey, I just said that. After all, isn't traveling hard enough? To get the flight you want, sign up for a venture card at CapitalOne.com. What's in your wallet? Uh, it's okay. I've played a pilot before. You'd be shocked how much data you use in a month. Email, status updates, finding your way, uploading photos, downloading an app, an app, and another app. Kilobytes, megabytes, gigabytes, all stacking up until you reach your limit. And what happens if you go over? With Sprint, you don't have to worry. Only Sprint offers truly unlimited data. You know why cuties are so easy to peel? So kids can peel them. Kids love cuties. Because cuties are made for kids.
All right, welcome back to Zero of the Day with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Again, I'm your host, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. We're glad that you joined us here on the radio this day. We're glad that you're here, and we want to hear from you. Uh, we want you to participate as, as as you can. You can do that by calling in on our, uh, our live line. If you want to get on the air, let your comments or thoughts be known. Call in 347-237-5230. We also have a live chat room going on right here on blogtalkradio.com, and uh, simply log on, and you can join in the chat. We have people in the chat room, and uh, I don't see any activity just right now, but they're listening in. Uh, give us comments on our Twitter page, at Prophesy, and on our Facebook page, Zero Network, facebook.com slash Zero Network. We want to hear from you. Uh, on the other side of the commercial break, we were talking about Tim Tebow and and this phenomenon with you know Tebowing and uh, the three sixteen and and I asked the question: if, if, Do you think God is speaking uh, through Tim Tebow? Uh, when I when I when I when I ask that question, I'm 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 really trying to see: Do you uh, you know I'm asking the question about the relevance of, of not only the relevance of God speaking, but I'm also implying the question of the relevance of the church because. Uh, as you as you can search, it's in a great deal of this way. And um, I, I don't know how to put it any better. Uh, the church is, is really in trouble. And and I, I say we're in trouble because, you know, when the, when you have a media that's that's uh, expecting, you know, you know, they, for example, with Tim Tebow, they, he has more critics about his performance, and he, even after the win over the Steelers on Sunday, there's still so many people who are just, you know, just, <laughs> I don't know whether it's him as a person or the fact that he wears, you know, as some people say, he wears his faith literally on his sleeve, you know, I mean, he, you know, he wears it, he expresses it, he lets it on his and um, to some people, it's it's rather um, disenchanting, and some people is over the top, and to some people, he's just a simple fanatic. And I, I think that plays a great deal into a lot of stuff, but but really, I, my question, you know, is, is where's the church in this? Uh, twenty twelve for the church. Let's go back into twenty eleven regarding the church. You know, uh, think about all the things that happened in twenty eleven. Uh, you had popular preachers dying. You had preachers killing, <laughs> murder, murdering members. You had uh, you, you had uh, you know, sexual misconduct across the board uh, with male and female clergy. I, you, you did hear a lot about the female clergy, but male and female clergy getting, you know, getting their groove on. You had uh, uh, Zachary Timms, you know, and 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 killerly following the death of Zachary, the the resulting. Um, Search for pastors, pastors, in the, and the uh, the parties involved in that, and yeah, boy, I, I tell you, what what amazes me is the fact that, uh, you know, it, it created a, a great deal of not only confusion, but um, but downright distortion for the church and. And if you're not know, if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I'm talking about uh, the New Destiny Christian Center in Florida that was formerly pastored by uh, Zachary Timms. Of course, you know he passed away in New York last year, last August. His wife Reva uh, uh, was it, it was implied that she would go into ministry and on behalf of her husband and the family, but instead, a uh, search committee was put together with a notable. Notable uh, Christian personalities. I'm gonna put it that way because uh, I, I can't think of anything else. It's, you know, they call it a bishop's council, but more like Christian personalities to me. And these Christian personalities got together, and they decided that they were going to search for a pastor. And and uh, one of the council members uh, <laughs> pretty much usurped authority of the board and uh, made herself pastor. And that was the person of Paul. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I, 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 what little respect I did have for uh, Pastor Paul Wright uh, is all but gone right now. And I'm saying that not to be in a negative sense of those of you who are gonna be saying that I'm speaking against God's anointing. Go ahead and say that. I don't care. Cause I'm not gonna, you know, 
I'm just the facts of the matter. If you don't know what happened, well, you know, it was a direct conflict of interest in her, on behalf of her part. Uh, and speaking of that, you know, you, you go back to the beginning of uh, 2011. You had her with um, with Benny Hinn. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, the laugh by itself. But had that, and, and then, you know, some other, uh, I think, uh, regarding the uh, church without walls. And, and in the midst of all of that, she is uh, elected pastor of the New Destiny Christian Church, uh, church or however they call it, in, in Florida. And, uh, you know, it's sad when you see members uh, in this way like that. Now, I've, I've been a part of church splits, and, and um, there's nothing fun about a church split. There's nothing fun about anything regarding when the church is in any kind of disarray. Uh, but... And, you know, I feel sorry for the church because they're going through it, and they're you know they have very little people you know to turn to, and everybody's trying to take uh, take advantage of them, and, and it's a sad thing to say, but that's that's the reality of what's happening. So based on that, you know, I, I was asking the question: What is 2012 going to be like for the church? I mean, it's going to be a year of restoration. Uh, is it going to be uh, by restoration? I, I mean, is this going to be a year of uh, uh, getting things in order? Now, let me preface that. Let me let me uh, clarify that. You know, I, I've heard a lot of <laughs> a lot of people talking about this is going to be uh, a year of apostolic order and uh, uh, things of that nature. I, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I get scared when I hear things like that. I get I get scared when I hear apostolic order because. Uh, you don't know who apostles are. You don't know who prophets are. You don't know. And yeah, people call themselves that, and they and they you know they get all kinds of fame and fortune and and glitz and glamour and uh, all kinds of things. I'm talking about the most notable ones. There, I'm sure there are some out there in the um, out there who are not only sincere but really are not trying to get anything out of it other than see life. Things change. Word of God, the gospel go forth into all the world. What we what we have here is a, a church that seems to be out of order. And by church, I mean the church universal. You got to see it across the board. Uh, we, we're we're moving further and further into retardation, a, a slowing down, and almost insignificant in the world. I think you have the Anglican Church still struggling with their matters uh, uh, about ordination and um, ordination of, of sexual and uh, performing same-sex unions and marriages, all these things. And, and, and church has been silent on, uh, on that. You got the evangelical church and the larger context of the uh, the Western evangelical church. You know, yeah, got a lot of that craziness going on. You, you have the infighting, and, and then you have those who are trying to uh in this dominion movement you know they're they're trying to not only unify what they believe to be the one true church but they're also trying to uh uh build an empire off of that so where where's what is going to be the church's role in 2012 think about it you have uh a heated a uh really very important uh, presidential election coming up and you have uh uh for those who are doomsday observers uh, the mocking calendar appearing uh, appearing to come to an end in 2012 in December 2012 and you have all these other things uh that I may be aware of may not be aware of that that's seeming to happen in what 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 be the role of the church are we stagnant are we are we you know what what do you think it's going to be? Uh, I want to hear your words on this uh, situation, and because uh, uh, I'm kind of running out, of things. <laughs> not running out of things to say. I, I don't like to hear my. Uh, I, I don't like to be off track sometimes, but it's just interesting that in all the disarray that the church is, uh, the church collective is experiencing, is this is this is this a, uh, going to be a time for us to be able to be restored? And uh, rejuvenated, revived, whatever you may call it, 
is this a, is twenty twelve the beginning of that? I, I I certainly do not believe that is the end of the world. I'm gonna tell you why, and I'm gonna tell you in the simple terms. I don't believe twenty twelve is the end of year the end of the world because babies were still being born and are still being born. So, uh, you know. I, I don't think God is that kind of God that would allow that to do so. Uh, I'm going to make a caller real quick. Caller, you on the air. Hello? Oh, I guess they're... Oh, okay. I guess they didn't want to say anything. They're just listening. Well, they want to hear thoughts. Uh... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do this. I got a, I have a sound by uh, Pat Robinson. I'm going to play, and and he kind of deals with something that I, I thought was interesting. Uh, talking talking about uh, God speaking to him, and um, what God said to him is kind of uh, how can I put it? It's interesting, but at the same time, it's kind of discomforting. And I, I think I got to give him credit for uh, using, uh, being very dis- discreet in how he said what he said, and we're about to hear. So, uh, God said, God Hashem, uh, and what God said in him uh, to him regarding the current president and uh, the future state of our country. I, it's reference other countries to our country. So we're going to take a look after this. We'll hear your comments, and I'll give some more commentary about it. I uh, spent the better part of a week in prayer and just saying, God, show me something. And I'll share with you uh, some things I'll share with you. I think he showed me about... Uh, uh, the next president, but I'm not supposed to talk about that, so I'll leave you in the dark. <laughs> probably just as well. Probably just as well, but I think I know who it's going to be. All right, I'm going to read just what I wrote down, and I'm as if I'm hearing from the Lord these words. Your country will be torn apart by internal stress. A house divided cannot stand. Your president holds a radical view of the direction of your country, which is at odds with the majority. Expect chaos and paralysis. Your president holds a view which is at the odds with the majority. It's a radical view of the future of the country, and so that's why we're having this division. This is a spiritual battle which can only be won by overwhelming prayer. The future of the world is at stake because if America falls, there's no longer a strong champion of freedom and a champion of the oppressed of the world. There must be an urgent call to prayer. Okay. And then uh, the Lord said, a time of maximum stress and peril greater than at any time since the CBN ministry began. This country will begin disintegrating. Now, I thought, when did we start this place? I started uh, CBN in, in, I think, 1960. Uh, we had, uh, uh, you think of all the things that went on. You had the assassination of President, the assassination of Martin Luther King. You've got a war in Vietnam. You've got all these things. He said it's a worse stress than before. So I'm saying, God, uh, let me give you some 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 suggestions, and you tell me if any of them is right. You know, pick one. So I said, is it an EMP blast? No, that isn't it. Uh, is it a cosmic or solar radiation blast? No. Uh, is it the Mayan galaxy alignment? No, it's not that. Which will shock many. Is it Iranian or North Korean nuclear threat? No. Is it an earthquake or a volcano? No. Is it a massive power failure? No. What is it? It's an economic collapse. And God said, and I quote, this is not my judgment. They are bringing it upon themselves. All right. Now, that was Pat Robertson. Uh, Of course, you know, Pat Robertson from the 700 Club, CBN, and and his great uh, network, you know, with the show. I grew up watching CBN. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you, um, you know, Pat has been known for saying some off-the-wall things. And, of course, you know, last year, you, you know, uh, uh, not last year, but during the 
that an earthquake, you know, what he said about the Haitians and the voodoo causing the the, the earthquake and and of course he he has not been uh too kind to um has not been too kind to the president and uh and of course that's because uh you know he is a like myself a conservative a republican and um and when you when you put it in that perspective of course he's not going to really support the president but uh listen listen to what he said about to what he said about uh what God said to him you know he said that God told him would be, and I'm gonna let you listen one more time to what he says is going to happen to. Uh, I uh, spent the better part of a week in prayer and just saying, God, show me something. I'll share with you uh, some things. I'll share with you. I think He showed me about uh, the next president, but I'm not supposed to talk about that, so I'll leave you in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Probably just as well. Probably just as well, but I think I know who it's going to be. All right. I'm going to read just what I wrote down. Now, you know, he said, you know, going to leave some people in the dark because the Lord showed them. And again, you know, I can understand why he's saying that because if he had said something, it would be used against him, not in the court of law, but in the court of public opinion. But think about the, the, the latter part of what he said about the country into a great disarray. Now, and, and then he says that the Lord said it was not his judgment, but it was his, it, it was us. We were being it on ourselves. And you have to ask the question, okay, if God is not judging and we're bringing it on ourselves, what role does the church have to prevent it? Because I, I, you read throughout Scripture, Anywhere in Scripture, God always sends somebody to prevent judgment. And in this case, what is being done, uh, what is God saying, is God saying anything, keep the country from going through this uh, time of disarray, intense disarray, as Pat puts it. Uh, what is being done? What role is it the church play into it? And, and I'm asking that because if, if, the church as a whole is uh, not the cause of uh, this, what, what Pat is talking about. If the church is not the cause of it, uh, are we, by by, by things happen, are we contributing to it? That's a question I, I want to ask. Are we contributing to it? I, I think about it. Uh, there is so much going on outside the world, but in the church, and you have to ask how that we are contributing to what Paul, what uh, Pat Robinson said. If it is, of course, true, if, if God spoke to him, I can't, I can't answer that. I can't uh, contradict that. But if this is what indeed what God is saying, I, I haven't heard a. <laughs> it has been confirmed with me. I, I I don't hear any other prophets saying this. Uh, 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 but if if this is the case, uh, how has our dysfunction contributed to this? I, I, if it's not judgment, then what is it? If it's uh, if we are allowing ourselves to bring upon this, uh, uh, bring this upon ourselves, then uh, what? What is the church's role? Uh, what can we do? What are we not doing? I want to hear from you. Let me know. Uh, take a quick break. And on the side of this break, we're going to, uh, you know, I, I really want to hear from you. So it, whatever you got to say, you can call 337-237-50. You can uh, hit us in the chat room. Still got the chat going up. We got everything you need. Uh, so we want to hear from you. Back right up this. It was the best day. It was the best day. We 
great pair. Great pair. Huh? Progressive. And the great outdoors. We make a great pair. Right. Totally. Uh, that's what I was thinking. All kinds of vehicles, all kinds of savings. Multi-policy discounts from Progressive. Call or click today. I'm just a bit of residue left behind by some mop. Right Nobody's taken a shine to me in a long time. Really? I don't need anybody but you. Swiffer attracts dirt. Used mops can push muddy water around. Swiffer Wetchet's new upgraded solution helps prevent streaks and residue to reveal more shine than a mop or your money back. You're the best Swiffer snapper. Taxes at Jackson Hewitt and just found out how much he'll be getting back this year. Boy, is he happy there in the neighborhood. Want to feel as excited as Steve at tax time? Jackson Hewitt's How You Do It. No one gets your money faster. We have refund anticipation marks, and you can pay nothing out of pocket. Downloading an app, an app, and another app. Kilobytes, megabytes, gigabytes, all stacking up until you reach your limit. And what happens if you go over? With Sprint, you don't have to worry. Only Sprint offers truly unlimited data. not believe this, but Valentine's Day is actually right around the corner, and uh, you need to be getting ready for it. So, fellas out there listening, I want to help you out a little bit. I want to help you get something special for someone special in your life, you know, that's significant, painting and pining for, trying to get a gift. I, I want to suggest that you look at Sherry's Berries. Now, Sherry's Berries is, <laughs> is a wonderful gift uh, because you get the best, tastiest, fruitiest strawberry dipped in chocolate and, and, and all these other treats that come along with it. And they have all ideas. There's all those that you can think of. You can actually get some, low out, you know, some roses to go with it. Uh, you can get half a dozen, full dozen. You can get some, some uh, cheesecake to go with it. You can get some uh, cookies to go with it. You can get cakes to go with it. You can get whatever you want to go with it. You got you to take out Sherry's Berries in and start looking for the wonder, the perfect Valentine's gift. And it's simple to go. All you got to do is go to and you can peruse whatever they got there. And if you go and click at the top, you see the little radio mic. Click there. You might get yourself a nice deal. Sherry'sBerries.com. Sherry's Berries, uh, berry, uh, and if you need to call, it's one eight seven eight seven berries. Check them out, Sherry's berries. Get that one from your loved one. All right, I just had to had to make that on air <laughs> on air commercial right there, right? So anyway, we're back from the show again. I want to say thank you for uh, tuning in zero today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. We we we've been struggling. I'm having a real hard time with my technology, guys. The mic's going in and out and um, keeping the signal. I hope that you guys can hear me pretty good. Again, I just want to thank you uh, for tuning in. And if you want to call in to get your uh, get your thoughts or comments on the air, you can call in three four seven two three seven five two three zero. The chat room is open. You can get in and leave some comments on the chat room at blogtalkradio.com. Hit us up on Twitter, at Prophesy, on Facebook.com, slash Zero Network. Leave your comments about the show there. And listen, just so you know, if you miss the show live, you can always catch an archived show. Matter of fact, you can go and catch every show all the way back to 2010 when we did our first show uh, as a podcast. On uh, uh, In fact, you can go to the 
soon. All right, so, we appreciate it. Uh, so thank you for your support. Thank you for your prayer. Thank you for all of that. We're, we're grateful for it. Uh, wrapping up on this little topic we were talking about, uh, the church is, is 2012 a year of restoration or retardation for the church? Restoration. Is this going to be a year that some things fall in place for, for the church universal? Is this going to be a year uh, contrary to the doomsday prophets? Is this going to be a year that the church actually gets somewhere and gets something done? Do we get on one accord or do we fall apart? Uh, you know, and I, I say that because... With all the things that's going on, uh, we have to be aware of church's role, and we want to we want to, uh, want to be able to do that. We want to hear. We want to. Uh, I, I guess we want we want to know what's going to happen with the church. I mean, think about all that. This call on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hello. Good morning. How are you? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you now. It's, I like I said, it's been a, a lot of problems with this whole, uh Anyway, so share your thoughts about what we're talking about, because I know you have some. Okay. Well, I was listening to the Pat Robertson clip, and I mean, it, it is interesting. We, as the body of Christ, we play a part even when we're not actively involved. And one of the things that the scripture, the scripture always instructs us to do is to pray for those who are in authority. And I think with all of the controversial things that have been happening with all of our leaders and, uh, concealed sins and pasts and everything coming to light at once, there has been a significant drop in our level of confidence in spiritual leadership. And certainly I think that's been duplicated um, with our thoughts concerning natural leadership as well. I don't think we're praying like we should, and I don't, I don't think that we're praying effectively simply because we just don't have the level of confidence in leadership, um, it doesn't change the fact that God basically ordains all earthly leaders, whether they're good or evil. They're in place because God has allowed them to be in that position, and he always honors his authority. So our prayer, in fact, is to help us lead a quiet and peaceable life. <laughs> but if we I, don't I'm offer you... those prayers... Mm-hmm. I'm glad you made that point because actually I think that's part of the problem. We've been leading too much of a quiet and peaceful life, <laughs> a quiet life, not necessarily a peaceful life, but a quiet mm-hmm. life in regards to um, the disenfranchisement of our own members. You know, the the church body. Uh, right. I think about I think about Paul when he writes. And he used the analogy of the human body, and every part and every joint has a specific purpose. Right. Uh, uh, but we've allowed ourselves to be quiet and unpeaceful. We we're dividing ourselves. We we you know we're trying. The hand is trying to do its own thing. The feet trying to do its own thing. And, and the head. Well, we don't know what the head is. <laughs> Christ Christ is supposed to be the head, but right. really, really, you know, everybody's trying to. Trying to be the head, and I, I talked about. I mentioned that when I, I talked about this. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Dominion, uh, the Dominion theology. You know, the the one church government kind of thing, and uh, where uh, there are people who are supposed to be the select leaders of the entire church. You know, back in Catholic doctrine, the theology that was it at one time that was where the Pope held sovereign authority over everything and every, all, all things, and that has since changed slightly, not much, but it it kind of infiltrated into the uh, the uh, evangelical uh, Western Church. I, I say the Church of the United States uh, right. because you, you have a lot of those people who are trying to. Uh, assimilate such doctrine and make themselves the head of everybody, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, but yeah. I think I have another caller. I appreciate your, your call and uh, okay. thank you for listening. Um, take welcome. this next caller. Hello? 
Hello, caller. You don't Nathan. Hello. I can hear you. Um, I was. Uh, I want to talk about referring to the church. Uh, I think the church has a good part in uh, 2012. Uh, as you know, that we read our scriptures and said in Second Corinthians five and seven, but we walk by faith and not by sight. I believe that if the church as a whole would actually believe those words from the scripture, but we walk by faith and not by sight. The things that are being said, like the calendar about the world coming to an end, and the church would unite as one, um, that we can stand together against the enemy. Uh, you know, the enemy is trying to pull out a lot of things and get people to, is a, I think, a device to get the people of God to uh, stop serving him. You know, the devil always have devices that he try to use to, distract uh, the people of God and uh, many other uh, members, uh, especially leaders uh, that God called. But I want to just say this one thing, and it might clarify a lot of things uh, from Second Corinthians 4. I'm not going to read it all. But Second uh, Corinthians 4 and 3 said, But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And in this world we have a lot, a lot of lost souls. And when Jesus died, he left a commission for everyone. So in that, you know that we'll have trouble, tribulations, and like I said, false prophecy and everything else. But if we as a body will start speaking of the truth and, and not of what we think that God says, and a lot of us will come together and help those in need that need God and not judge them, as you were talking about, uh, because we don't even have the right. I mean, we've all sinned and the Father showed her the glory of God. Therefore, we don't have any room to judge anyone that is looking for a Savior. They they know of a Savior, but they don't know him. So that's why I say, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. So what do you think about that? Now, you know, you make a very good point with that scripture. Uh, and, and that's a significant thing there. If the gospel is hidden... Is mm-hmm. only hidden to those laws. Now, here's the thing: the gospel is hidden. All kinds of stuff, and you got you have people uh, think about the mega churches. Uh, you know, uh, in, in particular, I'm 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 going to say this one church in particular, uh, a very popular church in Houston, and you probably are familiar with it. A very popular facility. He doesn't call mm-hmm. himself a preacher. He does not preach the gospel. He preaches messages that are driven by positive, uh, positive, uh, you know, affirmation rather. And that is not the gospel. And and people flocking to that church. That's what John the Baptist preached, and. Uh, after being baptized, he says, "Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand." God, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God is at hand. And uh, we're actually living in, in in a time where we don't want to say stuff like that. And I don't know why we don't want to say stuff. Is is not is not affirming to say repent. You would think it is, but for the average Christian, you know, when you tell them to repent. They don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that sometimes. I like doing you know, sometimes we just like our vices. Our uh-huh. vices our vices make us feel good. Our vices make us uh uh <laughs> you know, they don't always turn us to God. Sometimes they turn us to the flesh and and the more we turn into the flesh, the more we are given to its desires, its lusts, whatever it may be, uh, the less we desire God. And then you have those you have those who who are blatantly just flying towards God. There 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 are people in the church. Uh, it's a church collective, the church of Every facet of the church in the who are just opposed to leadership of God, word of God, uh, the uh, fill of the spirit. You know the leading of the spirit. They're outright opposed to that. But it means that they have no control. Right. And in that sense, yeah, the gospel is hidden. And I, I, 
and uh and, and also you know Paul wrote about what done in the dark comes to light you know in so many words and I'm just literally paraphrasing that but we're seeing we're seeing Christian leaders across the world uh and this is not it's not anything new and it's not going to stop happening but you know we're seeing them uh their shortcomings come to the light and I've been a part of it I've had it happen to me and it probably happen again as my time goes forward you know there's going to be things that come up that we don't like but we have to be the type that uh, that not only preach God's love and God's forgiveness but God's and God's mercy but we also got to uh preach that God is a God of uh of righteousness holiness right. he's a God who he's a God that uh <laughs> he he chastens his ch- ch- those he loves he corrects he right. disciplines and he we have to balance out the gospel message because that is the gospel message. Uh, Jesus Christ came. He lived. He died. He died. You know, he was crucified. He was buried. He rose from the dead. He sits on the right hand of God the Father, uh, the judge, the quick, and the dead. But he also is an advocate. He is also the great high, peace, high priest and chief apostle. Uh, but he is also uh, the, the judge. And when you put all of that out, then you have an authentic gospel where people can't be, uh, where people be more willing to see themselves as as release them and and walk. So, uh, I'm 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 gonna say this. Okay. Uh, I think there's gonna be a lot more of what we saw in 2011 than what we'll be seeing, you know, in 2012. I think it'll be it'll be more intense. I say it in in a very sincere, and I'm not prophesying anything. I'm just beginning with me, you know, and beginning with every Christian, especially those who are in leadership, a greater yeah. call to uh, accountability. And what that ability holds has yet to be determined. But as we, well, the Lord will will see that we'll either uh yield ourselves to him or you know give ourselves over to our own lust and that's what he allowed to do. And, and Pat Robson kind of touched on that when he said it's not God's judgment it's our own we brought it on brought it on to that and, and in that sense you know I have to agree with him when he said uh, this is a great time for uh fervent prayer uh not Thank just you. for not just for our president not just for our country but for those uh, church all together, it is a great time for prayer for the church all together. All right, thank you, caller. I, I really appreciate you. And uh, thank you for joining us, tuning in. Tell everybody else, uh, tell everybody else that we're still on the air. <laughs> and we have, uh, again, just want to let you know that uh, you can always catch up uh, uh archive show. Uh, whenever we uh, the shows are archived all the way back, you know, as long as it's going. So uh, feel free to listen at your own convenience. But let me close out this program today. I, I You know, trying to get back in the saddle again. Uh, and uh, I I got to admit, I was super nervous trying to get this thing back together. Uh, and in the beginning of the show, I had a lot of, I had a lot of difficulties. I mean, you name it, I had it. It still seems to have a little bit more going on. And I you know, you take it as it is. You, know, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, you just try to be prepared for whatever happens. <laughs> but, um, hey, you know, we're going to do as much as we can. Uh, now, uh, I'm going to write my blog. Uh, and if you get a chance, you know, visit the blog on www.renzotneal at wordpress.com. Uh, and uh, you'll be seeing it. Uh, the show will be archived there. So you can listen again uh, when you get a chance to. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to be, you know, blogging about this some more. I, I, like I said to the caller, I think this is a year. 2012 is a year for greater accountability. And I, you know, I, I made a post, a Facebook post. I said on uh, day two, <laughs> day two of the new year. I said if you if you failed a test, if you passed or failed the test. Uh, on that day two, you know, whatever you thought it may have been, we're going to do the same thing throughout the year. Uh, but as the year goes on, we'll, we'll begin to see 
we'll, we'll begin to have more opportunities for accountability. We'll begin to have more opportunities uh, for correction. We'll begin to have more opportunities to see what God wants to do through the church. And when I say through the church, I do mean in every facet of the church. I, I, I'm not discriminatory when it comes to the church. There are those who, in, in their best, you know, most sincere state, most sincere people, you know, think that uh, in order to be a church, we cannot, uh, we can't tell things like this. We can't, uh, we just have to love, love, love God's love. And, and that, there's nothing wrong with that. But if we're going to love, we got to also kind of be the prophetic voice, you know. Uh, we got to be prophets. We have to be prophets, uh, the mouthpiece of God. We have to say what he would want us to say, what he expects us to say, and not just, you know, be twiddling our thumbs as the world as the world turns. And we're watching the world go to hell in the handbasket because we're afraid of being politically incorrect. And I'm going to be honest with you. There's a time for that, and there's a time that we need to, do, you know, we need to kind of be quiet, but there's a time uh, and more now than ever. There's a time that we just need to speak up. If we don't speak up, uh, we could be responsible for a lot of damage. And I say that in the in the best sense of the word, damage. Uh, if God is control, if, if God is in control, then He got that under, you know, He got that taken care of. But at the same time, we just need to be uh, willing vessels, willing vessels uh, that are. Uh, can see what God wants and do what God wants. It's not enough for us to go to church on Sunday. I, I know most of you already know this. It's not enough for us to go to church on Sundays, on Wednesdays, Saturdays, or whenever we go. It is not enough. If we are really serious about this thing, we can't be divisive with each other. We can't allow uh, the church to become lawless, you know, lascivious and all this other stuff walking in our own self we have to actually uh be accountable to each other because we're one body one body uh different different parts of the body different functions but one body and we've got to be willing at the very least to uh to chip in to not allow the church to go into great disarray and i don't think so I think uh, a year of restoration for for those fears about being accountable to God, but it can be a lot of retardation. You know, I, I'm not going to talk. I, and I say ignorant in, I say ignorant in the sense that they they have a, a zeal for God, but not after knowledge. If I could use the scriptures to say that, they have a zeal for God, but not after knowledge, and they're going to stick to their own their own agenda, and they're not going to seek God because they they have it in control. That's the way some people are going to be. But and we still got some praying people out there, and I know some of you all are praying people, and y'all praying. And if you're praying and see what needs to be done, well, that's that's it for the day. And I want to thank you uh, again. Want to make sure that you uh, tune in next week, same time, same time. Tune in as we try to bring a uh, bring a voice love And again, follow us on our website. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter. However you follow us, we just glad you do. And we're out.